0: Probably tell by now um our beautiful co-host the beautiful L is 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 not here today and um this show will be ran by yours truly but um yeah so yeah y'all get to hear me for the next however long it takes for us to indulge in this conversation so sit back and relax and enjoy the motherfucking show um, but yeah L is L is out of town or whatever so it'll, it'll be my show. But um into who I would like to welcome everyone to another illustrious episode of the Not For You podcast where we are untraditional, unconventional and unapologetically us. That's who we is. That's who we be. Yeah. <laughs> that felt weird as hell having to do that shit on my own. <laughs> But I had to do it. I had to do it. But what is going on everybody, man? I hope that uh your your week has been a, um, a a great one, man. We um we've been we've been making moves and doing what we do and all that good stuff, work and loving our jobs and hating our jobs and loving our children and not always liking our children so much. Um, but we make do. You know what I'm saying? That's what we do. That's how we that's how we make this shit happen from day to day but um today's episode um we actually do have a special guest so um i want to introduce this person man this 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 brother i have known him for i don't know how long like it, it really forever it seems like um you know we go way back you know I we built a, an amazing relationship man and then and, and i love this brother to death you know what i'm saying he's been with me through some um through some amazing moments in life and through some um some terrible moments in life he's been right there and um this dude is 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 very special uh to me man so i want y'all to uh make some noise man and um welcome to the mic uh me I wrote that in my head and I had to do it. But yeah, man, this is solo motherfucking show. It's just me. It's just me. This is what y'all are dealing with. But, um, <laughs> I tickle myself, goddammit. But, um, yeah, this episode is entitled Emotional Hoarding. That's the title of this show, Emotional Hoarding. Now, the topic itself, um, well, it came about with, um, my um my guest appearance on um some friends of mine's uh podcast the poly poly podcast please go ahead and check them out on spotify um apple music and also um uh the anchor app or whatever uh they they have a um a dope podcast that's also um geared in um the areas of ethical non-monogamy and and polyamorous relationships from a different perspective than um what you guys um see when it comes to to l and i um doing our show but um it's a it's a dope show man it's a dope show but this particular episode um that i did with them it was uh the bro code episode and in this episode you know where we're talking to um the other female host and it's it's myself and um the the male host and two other gentlemen on the um on the panel and we're just having conversation and stuff like that and we're, you know she's asking different questions and stuff like that when it comes to um you know dating and and when it comes to understanding the male psyche and how we do things and how we tend to operate and um you know at one point she uh made the comment of like we, well, we got on topic of how difficult women can be sometimes, um, when it comes to communicating and when it comes to, you know, opening up and stuff like that or whatever. And in that conversation, um, I have made a point where it started with her saying, you know, that women that y'all are like a big boat and, you know, sometimes y'all, y'all need to, you know, I need to, to set sail or something like that. I think the, the way she said it or whatever, but I'll probably, um, I might insert it, um, in the show and, um, let you guys hear for yourself. But, uh, matter of fact, hell, just go to the page, go to our, um, go to our not for you podcast page. And you can actually hear that segment of the conversation. It's one of our, um, our last posts and it has their, their logo um, poly poly on there and, um, you know, check it out for yourselves or whatever. But anyway, uh, so you know, at the, at this juncture in the conversation, um, I just say, you know, women need to unpack a lot of shit and women hold on to a lot of emotional baggage and a, a lot of shit. And I came up with this term at a whim and it was just like the the shit just we we ran with it you know what i'm saying and and like i said i just came up with the shit out of nowhere and the term was i just and i just said it women y'all are emotional hoarders that was the term (laughs) women are emotional hoarders and with y- y'all being emotional hoarders, y'all know I got that horn on standby. I don't even know how the fuck y'all even surprised. But um, with y'all being emotional hoarders, that that basically means that y'all hold on to a lot of shit. Y'all, y'all hold on to stuff. You never release it. You never want to put it off on anyone else, which is in some cases is a good thing, but you hold on to this shit and it it overwhelms you, it overwhelms other people in your lives, it overwhelms just situations of day-to-day life, and y'all need to learn to let that go, but the reason why I didn't say women are emotional hoarders in the title of this show, because men, we are guilty of this shit as well but just breaking down the term of emotional being an emotional hoarder. if you're familiar with the, with the show hoarders you've seen the way these people live like you've seen the motherfucking houses that have all kind of newspapers stacked the fuck up to the ceiling and 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 and, and, and magazines and clothes and old food from like the fucking 90s and exploded cans even dead animals they find dead pets and shit in these motherfucking books like i found i saw one episode this motherfucking cat was flattened under a stack of magazines like how did and you didn't notice this whole motherfucking cat was missing you know but it's a whole motherfucking cat (laughs) just 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 fucked up It's, it's the whole situation with a lot of these shows with a lot of these episodes of this show is just fucked up and when you really think about it it's one thing that a lot of the people on the show always tend to have in common they've either they've they've pretty much they've suffered some emotional damage they've they've suffered from something emotional whether it was a loss of a loved one whether it was just some emotional shit that they did they, they may have been dealing with for for years and maybe it just became something it became a vice how they say you know some some fat people eat to because you know we and i still because i'm still big fuck that we we eat because you know we're emotional eaters you know what i'm saying it's the same it's the same concept or whatever but in there it's it's it becomes it's a sickness for them or whatever so it 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 becomes this big huge ball of of everything because they don't want to throw nothing away. They want to hold on to all this shit and a lot of them feel like if they get rid of any of this shit, they're going to they they it, something is going bad. Something bad is going to happen because that's all that they have. That's their shit. You know what I'm saying? And they hold on to it. And I feel like people in general hold on to those emotions. We hold on to shit that we should have let go a long time ago. Issues with family issues with relationships, issues with work, a lot of shit we Hold on to, and we let that shit just grow and grow and grow. And it, and next thing you know, we under a pile of motherfucking clothes. Next thing you know, we got dishes stacked up in the motherfucking sink or whatever that are clean, but we ain't putting the motherfuckers away. We got a ass of plastic cups from all these different restaurants because we don't want to throw them fucking cups away or whatever because we we just had them cups and, and now we got them and we don't keep them motherfuckers. You know, we got all this shit piling up and it's become now a nuisance not just for ourselves because we've learned to live with this shit we've learned to live with this emotional baggage but it's become a situation to where everyone around us becomes affected by it and now we're labeled emotional hoarders because we've held on to this shit for so long And now it's, it had, now it has no choice but to come out because now people are worried about us. Like something is seriously going on with this person for them to be holding on to this much shit and we hold on to it and we let it consume us in every facet of our fucking lives. And it, and, and, and that emotional hoarding, that bullshit that we holding on to from childhood or from a last relationship or any of this shit, that shit that we holding on to now it's manifesting itself in new relationships it's manifesting itself in our children and the relationships that we have with our kids. It's manifesting itself in so many different other facets that now it's, it's, it's a fucking problem and it has to be addressed by others. It has to be addressed as shit has to be dealt with. You know what I'm saying? Like women, like I feel like, like, and this is how it went in the conversation, um, on the show. Um, women, I feel like y'all hold on to a lot of shit and, when y'all come out with this shit, it it turns into something else. It turns into a big blow up. It turns into a, a huge argument or whatever. And and the trigger for that could be something so fucking small that it comes out of no fucking where. Like it it is it's crazy. It's so fucking crazy. That in turn is the situation or the moment where all of the newspapers in the corner, them motherfuckers come tumbling down. A, a a a fucking a dust bunny from a corner fell on that stack of newspapers and now that motherfucker has come tumbling down. So it's affecting every that shit is is it, it blew up. It came out. It's out there now. So now that shit has to be dealt with. I feel like a lot of women deal with in that space and they go through those situations with their relationships because they hold it on to all of this shit. So now you just blew up on this man because he said that he didn't want fish for dinner tonight. You just blew the fuck up. Now he's sleeping on the couch or now you leaving or all because of fucking fish on the menu for dinner tonight because there's something else going on that you don't, you choose not to talk about. You choose not to address. You choose not to take down these old ass newspapers and throw them shits away. You don't want to do that. I said at one point in the show that women, y'all take on burdens of other people so often and and allow them to affect you and to affect your everyday life and how you do shit. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all sit here and in the, in sticking with the, with the, with the, the area of hoarding, y'all will have a house full of shit from the sixties. And you was born in the fucking eighties. Make it make sense to me why why the fuck is this shit here why is it here because you're carrying the burdens of your mother you're carrying the burdens of your your aunties or your grandmother you're carrying these issues that other family members have passed on to you so those family members that are that have emotion that have their own emotional hordes they've brought that shit over to your house and they put it in your living room. I'm going to just leave this here for a little bit, baby. I'm going to leave it. Just just leave it right there. Don't even worry about it. So now that shit and your shit then stacked up on that shit. Because you don't even know where this shit came from. And then when it's time to break that shit down, you, what you say, that's not mine. That I, I can't throw that away because that's not mine. Why the fuck can't you throw that shit away? Mama dead and gone. Or mama ain't worried about that shit no more. Why? Because she's pawing that shit off on you. So she don't have to deal with it no more. You can't give it back. So throw it the fuck away. Throw it away. Why do you continue to hold on to shit that does not make or break your own self-worth or make or break the way that you continue to live your life? Why? What, what sense does that make? We have to learn as a people to, to, to cut that shit off. You know what I'm saying? Like that baggage, like is, 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 is one of those things that, really make or break your relationships sometimes when you have baggage and when you have shit that you're dealing with when you have someone in your corner that you can actually talk through those things with and you can work and you can unpack those things with that relationship that you and that person have built that shit is solidified in a different space in a space that no one in the world could possibly understand because he or she was able to allow you to unpack that bullshit. They were able to help you unpack that shit so you don't have to deal with it anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it, it staying with the space of hoarding. What do they do? They call in what? A specialist. They call in a specialist to help with that shit. Who is the specialist when it comes to emotional emotional hoarding? your motherfucking psychiatrist, your therapist. These are the people who are set into a space that can help you get out of the bullshit that you're in. They're there for that. That's what they get paid for. They specialize in helping you to get out of that shit. Black people, us as a whole, we all know that therapy has been one of those things that's taboo for us coming up what they tell us don't have people in your business don't let uh, you don't know these people that you telling them all your goddamn business i can't tell it to you so who else the fuck am i supposed to tell it to who am i supposed to talk to about the shit that i got going on or whatever because i can't talk to my mama about it or i can't talk to my daddy about it i gotta talk to somebody about this shit you know what i'm saying and we don't do that as us, as a culture, as a people, we don't do that shit. You know what I'm saying? And and another thing is us, you know, the thing that we do as us, as a culture and a people is we have a tendency of being more caring for others than we do for ourselves in a lot of situations. You know what I'm saying? That's how shit goes for a lot of us. You know, we, we take on everybody else's burdens and shit like that. And we've done this shit culturally and, 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 and the world wants to call us uh um, barbaric and, and, and say all this shit about, about us when we're one of the most caring and forgiving fucking people as a, as a, as a, as a culture and as a race of people, we're the most forgiving motherfuckers on the face of this earth. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you watch these different trials and stuff like that of people that's going through different shit, whatever, with 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 police brutality and stuff like that or whatever. And they love one that been killed or something like that. And what do we do? We forgive these pe- these people for killing our son, for killing our daughter, our sister, our brother. We forgive them because it's it's in it's in us to do that shit. And a lot of other cultures, a lot of other people won't understand it. Even those of us who are Black people who go day to day and de- and have that, I'm not forgiving shit. I'm fucking up. Those of us who think like that, because I'm gonna be honest with you, I totally have had those moments where I'm not forgiving about a damn thing. Fuck that. I'm mad, and I'm gonna be mad until I, I've learned how to how to deal with that shit. But us, we we even us that do that shit. We still, in the back of our mind, have a little bit of of understanding as to why the people who do that all the time, why they do it. We can understand and we can respect that. It ain't it ain't me. I couldn't do that shit, but I understand. I respect you for doing it. Like yesterday, I was talking to a friend of mine um, about this um, this conversation and this this topic, and she was telling me how. She had a, um, well, pretty much, she, she had to pretty much wash her hands of a situation with her own daughter. And the situation wasn't really involving her, but it was involving her daughter's health because she cared more for her health than she, the daughter, cared for her own health. That was the moment where she realized, I can't carry this burden. I can't carry this load. So I need to distance myself from this situation or because if you don't give a fuck about you, how am I going to give a fuck about you? You know what I'm saying? And she said something. She was like, I'm going to start the mourning process now. That's what she told her daughter. If you're not going to do what you have to do for yourself, I'm going to go ahead and start the mourning process now. I'm going to prepare myself to lose you because that's the end result in that situation. And in a lot of cases, a lot of motherfuckers might say that that shit sounds harsh, but it doesn't because sometimes that's what you have to tell people. You have to tell motherfuckers off top, look, I am willing to let you go in order to save me and save my sanity and save my peace of mind. I'm willing to let this relationship, this me, me caring, me giving this extra, me going above and beyond, I'm, li- I'm, I'm literally living, I'm literally willing to let that go in order to save me and us, we have to do this. I'm not just talking about black people, just people in general. We have to do that shit ourselves sometimes. People will call you selfish. People will say all kinds of stupid, ignorant ass shit. But at the end of the day, if they understand the importance of self-care and self-love and the shit that you have to do for yourself in order for you to be successful in life, in order for you to live your life more abundantly and, and to get everything that you feel like this life has to offer for you. If they can understand that, they are a good one. They're a good one if they can understand that. But if they can't understand that shit, let them go. Let them go. And we should be willing and ready willing and ready to do that shit at the drop of a fucking dime for people who do not have our best interest at heart. If you don't have my best interest in mind, why the fuck am I? Why are you here? You know what I'm saying? Like people are supposed to enhance your way of life. They're supposed to make shit better. But if you study hanging around motherfuckers who are not letting your prior, you be the priority for you, for your life and don't understand that you have a level of priority for your life, then them people don't need to be in your life. Empaths, I feel are some of the most amazing souls. These are some very, very amazing people who have that, that gift, but I feel like that gift it can all that can be a gift as well as a curse if the person does not allow themselves to put their needs in front of others or before other things you have to be able to do that you know what I'm saying and there's nothing wrong with that it's nothing wrong with that it's like people that stay in these relationships that are are toxic and abusive as fuck and They say they would stay in these relationships for the kids. I do it for the kids. You know these kids are growing up understanding and knowing that you two motherfuckers got a lot of shit going on and it's not normal and it's not right or acceptable. These kids know and they see that shit. And what are you doing at that moment to those kids? You're you're setting those burdens off on them. You're put you're dropping off your emotional hoard on those kids. And they get older, carrying those burdens, taking that shit into, the, that, that toxicity into their relationships, into into their friendships, into the way that they socialize because this is the way they, my man, daddy socialized for so many years, knowing both of them motherfuckers was unhappy. So the cycle just continues and it just continues and it just continues and it goes over and on and on again. And we don't see that shit. But it, it comes to a point where us, as, as adults, we have to take responsibility for ourselves and for the things that we do and the things that we want to manifest in this world for ourselves as well as our offspring and as well as people that we impact in the world. Like, I'm not the perfect motherfucking person. I'm not, by a long shot. I've done some fucked up shit. I've been fucked over. I've fucked people over. I've done some shit in my lifetime. But I can honestly truly say that I have done... What I can to make situations better after the fact or to at least rectify them and to at least evaluate myself in the situation after I get done like, damn, that was fucked up, Q. I need to I need to reevaluate some shit. And I've done that. I've literally just reevaluated situations that I've had that I've gone through and I have put in the work to change that behavior because i knew that that shit wasn't right i knew that that shit shouldn't have act ha- shouldn't, shouldn't have happened that way so i did what i had to do in order to change that behavior in order to change that shit and a lot of us don't do that shit we don't you can't live your life for somebody else but and you also can't go through life holding on to shit that means you no know good Shit that is not going to make or break you at the end of the day. And it's not going to, 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 to better your quality of living. You got to let that shit go. You got to let it go. You can't take that bullshit from one relationship into the next relationship. That's why I don't fuck with women who are like serial daters. They'll get out of a fucking relationship and they'll automatically in another one. Like, oh, like two, three weeks, maybe a month later. You know what I'm saying? Cause you didn't take no time to heal from that relationship, especially in a monogamous circle. Like I don't see how my, how my monogamous, i monogamous listeners. I don't see how y'all do it. I don't see how y'all deal with people that, 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 and, and don't call them out on that shit because that's what you have to do. You literally have to call a motherfucker out on their bullshit. Look, I ain't got nothing to do with what motherfucking Jerome did. Okay. That ain't got nothing to do with me. So I understand that you're protecting yourself and you're protecting your heart and you're protecting your feelings and shit like that. I get that. I want you to do that, but don't punish me for some shit that the last motherfucker did. You know what I'm saying? That's why I tell people that who are, who are new to poly and new in the space of being, being polyamorous. I tell them off top, look, whatever situation you went in before with a polyamorous person or someone who, 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 who deems themselves as being poly which we know some of that shit is is, is bullshit niggas will say that shit all the time oh yeah i'm poly um but but my girl don't really she don't she she poly by herself and we we do we do stuff separate or whatever but she ain't really with it but i'm with but i'm with it get the fuck out of here get the fuck out of here or the, the the triad situation where the dude comes in and he wants to bring somebody in and shit like that and the lady ain't automatically ain't on it altogether. Or whatever, so you get brought into this shit, and you you you're you're faced with the 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 tension. You see the tension, you feel the tension, or whatever, and you put up with a lot of the fucking tension and a lot of these red flags that you see in these relationships, or whatever. You put up with that shit, and then they because she gets tired, or just she may wake up because the sky is fucking blue at a at a, at a specific shade. She may just be like, I don't want to do this no more. That's it. We ain't Polly no more, or I don't want to do this with her no more. So that's it. So now you left out in the cold. Cause you didn't moved in with these motherfuckers. You didn't did all. You didn't alter your entire life or whatever, because of this person. And then you meet a motherfucker like me and I have to, contend with that i i I have to try to educate you on the different types of poly to let you know that my poly is not that poly and a lot of other motherfuckers that i know don't poly that way so don't let poly have a bad don't let that situation leave a bad taste in your mouth about being polyamorous don't let that one situation be the thing that sets you to a space of I don't want to do this. I'm never, never again. I'm don't want, you know, don't, don't let that happen. You know what I'm saying? If you got other reasons for not fucking with Polly, then that that's, that's fine. It is what it is. But when it comes to that being in that space and that type of a situation happens, don't let that be the reason why that, that you don't, you know, venture in, in, in being or understanding polyamory better. But, you know, I digress on that, but, um, but yeah. When it comes to taking those, those those different areas of baggage, you know, those, those different capacities of baggage, when it comes to taking those into relationships or whatever, you have to be ready and willing to dissect that shit with that new potential partner and at least give them the opportunity. At least give them the opportunity to help you to unpack that shit. Because I'm telling you, when you can unpack a lot of emotional shit it would really put so many things into perspective for you. Like even I've learned, even sexually, when a person is 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 put in a space where they can be sexually free with a, with a person that they that they're with, and they can they can trust this person, and this person respects their body, and and is catering to them, and and is catering to their needs, they will actually come to tears. I've seen it. I've, I've literally seen it. And when it first happened, it was one of those things where I was just like, yo, that was fucking great. Like what the fuck is going on with her? But then I looked back at the situation and I had a conversation with her like, yo, you, you just started crying. Like, were you, were you good? Are you, are you straight or whatever? And she is, she explained it to me just like that. She was like, I've never been in a space where I was the the, um, I was the one who was, who all the attention was, was on that. It was about me. I've never been with a partner who makes my sexual experience better because it's all about me. And that's fucking insane when you hear that, because you like, I, I, I it, it's not, it's it, for me now, it's not insane because I know that shit. I know what that looks like. And I know that motherfuckers out here not pleasing their partners. They're just out to, we out to fuck and, and I'm going to get this nut and we're going to go to sleep. That's what we're going to do. So for me, knowing what they've been through in that instance, I can simply, I I know how to deal in that, in that space. Like I've literally like been with a partner and we're engaging, you know, we, we fucking hell, I ain't got to be political with y'all motherfuckers we fucking and they've literally like they they're looking at me and i'm like let it out because it, it i feel it like i can literally see that this this release that you're about to have or that you're trying to have and you're and you're not understanding how to deal with let that shit out you know what i'm saying let it out because you you need that evidently you need that release at that moment you need that so let that shit out. I welcome that. You know what I'm saying? When it comes like that. If that's the space that we're in or whatever, I welcome that shit. And it's happened. It's 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 definitely happened. But they were able to have that release. They were able to feel something that they've been wanting to feel for so long. They've been able to feel feel that shit and it's overwhelming. So they've had the opportunity to unpack that shit. So that's one thing that she can knock off her book when it comes to unpacking it. Fellas, take that time. Take that time to talk to her and get an understanding as to how she feels when it comes to your emotional fucking support and your emotional needs. Because I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Niggas, men cry and we cry, cry. Some of us may hold that shit in and we, because of the, the, the stigma that men ain't supposed to cry or some other shit or whatever, but we fucking cry. You may not always see it. You may not even know about it. You may not even know that it happened, but we fucking cry. Sometimes we need to release shit too. Just like y'all need to release shit. We need to release shit too. You know what I'm saying? So be there. Be there for that man if he needs to release that shit and he needs to unpack his shit too, because we didn't been through some shit. There's a lot of men out here that have been through a lot of shit and we want that care. We want a mother. We want you to help us unpack this shit because a lot of us, we ain't been taught how to unpack it. We haven't. You know, so we want you to help us unpack this shit. We don't want to carry this shit. And we damn sure don't want the shit, the the, the the motherfucking newspapers in the corner to tumble down on your ass. We don't want that shit. So help, please help us clear this bullshit out. That's what we want. And it's just that simple when it comes to us. At least for me, that's, 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 it's just that fucking simple, but fellas, y'all need to be open and willing and ready to receive that fucking energy. When she calls you out to be like, look, you got some shit that you need to deal with. I'm willing to help you deal with this shit. If you're willing to allow me to, if not, I got to chuck your ass to deuces because I got to protect my peace and I got to protect everything that I got going on or whatever. And I got to put me first. Chuck her, Chuck his ass to deuces, ladies, fellas, Chuck her ass to deuces. If she's not willing to, 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 to unpack that shit or willing to take the help that you're willing to, that you're offering her, you know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing wrong with that shit. Ain't nothing wrong with it, you know, but that's just how it is, man. That's how shit goes sometimes, but I'm gonna step down off my soapbox, man. It's been real. I appreciate y'all coming in and, 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 and chopping it up with your boy. If y'all have any questions, man, about topics and and or any suggestions about topics, man, please, please, please hit us up at um you know you can you can email it to us um not for you podcast at gmail com that's k n o t the number four the letter u podcast at gmail.com same um same handle for uh instagram hit us up on there dm us you know let us know you know what you think about the show let us know what you think about um about uh the 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 topics and 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 we're always open to suggestions man so please um reach out to us and, and, and let us know what your thoughts are. Um, also, if you, if you're on anchor whatever, if you know anyone who, um, who's interested in, um, in in sponsorship, whatever, we're trying to go ahead and, and, and do some, um, some, uh, sponsorship spots, um, on the show and, um, and, and support our, our, our fellow entrepreneurs and and fellow um whether it's another podcaster or just just business owners you know preferably black owned businesses but if not we'll take it you know what i mean but you know black history month we want to make sure that we're looking out for our people and and you know we're trying to keep that black dollar flowing but um but yeah man this has been another amazing episode of the not for you podcast man where we are untraditional unconventional and unapologetically us i'm your boy q from afar my girl l and we will holler at y'all later peace